Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Continentals Podcast, Episode 9, with Furman Masariego. The Continentals Podcast is sponsored by PortPro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io. And don't forget to mention Contenedos for 10% off. What's up, Furman? What's up, yo? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just right here, getting this session going. I'm glad to have you in the studio. I'm glad I'm finally here, yo. <laughs> I thought we were going to meet in your garage or something right? last time. Life's a trip. Well, we met here. We're recording here. And thanks for that, taking the drive. Sorry, there was an accident and yeah. I had to wait for you. Thinking about you. Where's Furman? Did he cancel? 45 minutes late. So what happened? Did he get to see or it was just on the other side? It's just fucking people can't drive. Something about when it rains, all the first... Yeah, it's the raining or something. Always, man. Always. So let's start this, man. Um, Tell us a little about yourself. Um, Well... I'm the creator, CEO, or the owner of Port Runners. We started it like what two years ago, probably longer than that. Yeah, and I mean, it just took off. Not took off. We're not that famous, but you know, we got a couple followers here and there. There's momentum. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. moving. It's pushing. It's rolling. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm. What about like growing up and all that stuff? Because that's now, but, like, coming up, a little bit about yourself, like, how was school, what were your favorite sports, like, uh, you know what I mean? Let's open up. Uh, Growing up, I just, you know, I just grew up in L.A. Yeah. Just regular ghetto kid from the hood. Um, Nothing much, so I've just, just been working since forever. Um, Used to work at a... Just worked at a for a freight forwarding company, you know, when you get like shipments from like Walmart and Target mm-hmm. and just relabel them and then load them into containers and stuff like that. Just worked there and um I had to learn how to drive a trailer or a tractor because, you know, once all the drivers left, they just left the trailers and I would load them up. And after I was done loading them up, I had to like take the em- the full ones out and back empty ones in and I just had to learn how and that's how I ended up learning how to drug drive. Sometimes I have to go, like there's nobody there so they're like, oh, well, we need you to go pick up this pickup like maybe like 10 blocks down the street. So I'll just hop in the truck and go pick it up myself. Even though I didn't have a license, I was like 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's where it started. That's nice. how I started driving trucks. In their yard, they had a, like a real yard goat or it was a real truck? Like No, it was a sleeper. A sleeper? Yeah. Oh, so that's a good way to start? Like, yeah, so that's how, I, that's how I learned how to drive. I mean, it was like a old international. I mean, but I had to move the containers and 53-footers out the way and back in and back out, day in and day out. So you got pretty good at that. Yeah, I so that's how I got pretty good at it. But Yeah, I struggled at first backing up 53-footers. Like, it's a big difference with a 40-foot container and... The fifty-three footer, that ass kind of just twerks, you know. It, it can, it, that it, to tail. me, kind of just has a lag to it, like the okay. the forty-foot container. Like you could, you move it left and right, and it'll just turn, like a twenty kind of. You know, you just turn it a little bit. But with the fifty-three footer, you could just hold it there for a second. And there's a lag to it, and you just correct it. What worked for me is I started looking at the at the wheels instead of the ass. Yeah, yeah, that, you that's, know what I mean. Yeah, and the ass, I just had like imagined it in my mind, like. 
keeping in mind the the words the length. Up. Yeah. yeah, but I follow the wheels. They work for me better. But nothing like backing up containers next to containers. You get all cocky, you know, let it rub, you know. It, oh it, yeah, it goes yeah, yeah. in regardless. Yeah, for you know? sure. But we we all have our little areas of expertise. I could back up a twenty footer in 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 high gear, you know, and probably eat a burger and. Okay, maybe that's too much. You you feel me? Yeah. I feel confident. But 53 footers, nah. Nah, nah, nah. So that was when you were 18, right? How how young are you now? Um, like, I was born in 95, so I'm like 24, 20, <laughs> 25, 26, like, something yeah, like that. Yeah, around there? Around okay. there. Yeah. Wow. 18, and you got your license right after that? Or like, or you, you, no, you, you thought it out? you have to wait until you're 21, so as yeah. soon as I hit the 21, I'm like, on my birthday, I got uh-huh. my license. And not, no fear. You're already behind that. I was ready. I was, I mean, I used to, like, meet people outside of, like, Evergreen and then pull the container back to the yard without a license. I didn't even know they had DLT setups back then. I would have got oh. caught. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't even know if they did. But a whole lot of thugging. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, as of now, what are your goals in trucking now that you're... Uh, you have your own authority, I believe, right? Yeah, we got our own authority. We got our DOT, CA, MC number, all that. Um, we bought our truck like two years, a year ago or two years ago, something like that. And, I mean, we've been running good. I mean, I bought it for my brother. My brother's the one that drives it all the time. I don't really drive it that much. I just try to find them loads and okay. pickups. We work with one of my friends, and he gives us, like, pickups here and there. So, like, we'll probably get, like, a load to Ontario. And on the way back, we'll do a pickup in Chino for him. And then we'll drop it off in a container and then head back into the port with an empty. It still lines up with what you used to do then. Like, you yeah. have those connections. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll be, you see me doing pickups at warehouses with containers and stuff. Like, everybody has trailers and I just have a container. Oh, you make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what uh, most people would love. The they would call it um you making a, like a street turn yeah we're making money load. both ways yeah so you mean you do your container work yeah and allegedly after that you borrow that con- empty container yeah. like if it was a trailer and you do a little you know yeah. point a to point b and then terminate that trailer yeah terminate the empty and then we'll pick up our next load and then if we have a pickup we'll set it up then if not the day the next day and that's just the agreements you make with your contact, right? Like, hey, I'm going to do it, but I got this. Are you good or not? Oh, no. Nah, they don't even know. They don't even know. It gets moved. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, especially if it's a port chassis, I mean, they're not going to, like, trace it or anything. If it's, like, a company that have, like, those trackers on their chassis, uh, then I'm pretty sure they know I do it. But yeah, uh, if it's just, like, a port chassis or something, I don't even know. Oh, no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I meant the, the port contact. No, I meant the, the transload contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. They already know yeah, what's up. They already know. Just to make it happen. Sometimes okay. if it's too high, we got to get like a high cube instead of like the regular size container. Oh. So I just got to know how. Yeah. You know that in advance. Yeah, we're in, we, everybody knows. Yeah, that would suck to show up and. Your, shit, your shit's too short. Yeah. Yeah. Or either way, the 53 footers, they, they load them almost around the, is there, there's a certain line inside it, like a red line. Don't go beyond that sometimes. No, mm. and while with reefers, it was like that. Like, you can't go, you can't load past that. I don't know. I don't know. I've never even moved a reefer before. So the fifty-three footers, the the dry vans, they can go all the way to the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. You know, I'm trying to cut that habit because before it was that 
uh, a lot of uh, uh. And now I catch myself like saying nice. Like someone says something and then I, nice. And then I go on. Damn. This interviewing thing, you know, it takes a while, I guess. Yeah, you got to get just used to it. Get used to it over time. Nice. This is where I would put crickets and find you how to edit. <laughs> so let's see. You ended up in trucking then, because I was gonna ask how do you end up in trucking, but basically you kind of were already in it when you started. Yeah. And what are your goals in trucking? Oh, probably like purchase another truck. You know, grow the fleet out a little bit. Um, find a good account. You know, just try to be home every day. Try to have my brother be home every day because he's always, you know, sleeping in a truck or something. Or I don't know where he ends up. His phone dies. I don't even have his location sometimes. So just making sure we're making enough money to where we're just home every day. You know, give other people a chance to, like, make money as well. Because as we're growing, other people could grow as well. Is it... You think it's better or worse? Like, I don't want to cause a fight with you and your brother, right? But... Is it an is it good to work with family or not? Like, cause they kind of feel like you're gonna let them slide more, or uh-huh. or well, uh, I mean, you can I... cuss them out, and then the next day you you, you send them a, a nice uh, text, right? And you're still good. Uh, I think I fired my brother like four times already. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's 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 his truck, it's my truck, or his truck, same yeah. shit. But I don't know, it's tough because. It's just, I mean, everybody knows working with family kind of like it's it's good. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad because your people can be lazy or they're hard workers. It's just, I guess it just varies, honestly. Like you would never fire him and get another guy that's going to work twice as much? I mean, I, if I could find somebody that would like sleep in a truck like five oh, okay, days okay. out of the week and then he wouldn't complain. And then okay. sometimes well, then they don't pay me because, you know, sometimes some companies are net 30. Yeah. So I got to wait 30 days to get paid. If, I mean, if he doesn't mind waiting like a month to get paid or something, because okay. sometimes I just oh, forget okay. to pay my brother. It comes with balance. Like, yeah. Maybe you got. Okay, okay. Plus, we live in the same house, so I'm paying all the bills. So it's not like, oh, I didn't get paid. I got to pay rent. I like, yeah. I paid the rent for you this month. Relax. Okay. 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 Yeah. Ah, it's a balance then. So that's yeah. why you you tolerate certain things, and then it works for both of you. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Drivers, I, I see my truck. I could have looked for a driver, and I even had a few guys step up and be like, "Hey, I, I, I'll drive for you, bro. Like, let's do this." And I'm thankful, but for some reason, it seems that, at least uh, in my opinion, that things sometimes break under someone else's usage and it's not always them that breaks it but it's just that that bad luck i guess sometimes you borrow something it breaks and it's like fuck like you gotta pay for it why you know and i wasn't about to be like if something happens like you're responsible for it yeah and it was a situation where it's like i can't sit around and wait for for a driver and set him up and then wait for it to be profitable what if something breaks down in a week or two like that truck is just rolling for the fuck of it. I think I got a better or, deal by just selling it. Or and what if a lump your, sum. your truck breaks down for like two, three weeks, and then he's out of a job for two, three weeks? Like, Well, drivers don't wait. You know, they, yeah, they exactly. just hop around. And you got to get your hustle on. I respect it, and I understand. I would do the same. We got to eat. Yeah. But there's, there's certain uh, times when you, like the relationship you have with your brother, there's other instances like that where, 
we will uh, wait around because we have a good relationship and we know that they're going to come through and yeah. whatnot. But sometimes you just can't take that risk. I had to act fast. So now the truck's in Utah. Yeah. You know, if I would have kept it, maybe it would have broke down. I don't know. Because I was going to... Doing things in a rush, it doesn't work out. You're going to just grab whoever because you're desperate. Follow your instinct. I don't know if you have any stories where like you followed your gut and it worked out, you know, despite what everyone else said. You know, everyone else said get a driver, that's income, but I saw it like a risk. True. Well, whatever pays the bills, you know. Ah. So, well, you have any port stories? Good or bad? I mean, I waited at um at Phoenix for like 13 hours one day. Mhm. Still didn't get my load and got kicked out of the port. I should. It's the longest I've ever been in the port. Want me to tell you a story to make you feel better? Have you shitted in a bag before? <laughs> yes, many bags. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. At, at the same terminal, um, this coworker, it was a container. He was trying to get out. Basically, he was there all all shift, uh, all day shift and all night shift. Yeah. And got kicked out the first day. The second day, the same thing. The third day. He was there for three days? No, but he went home when they kicked him out and came back and tried yeah, again. The, but it was the same cycle. For the day same shift? Yeah, day shift, wow. night shift. Never made it to his spot because they, they kicked him out. So second day, the same thing. On the final day, he finally gets to his spot. They're about to flip him. <laughs> And it's a 20-footer with a, one of the corners is all fucked up, bro. Like, So it was a damaged container, and they didn't give it to him. That is crazy, All yo. bad, yeah. Because so, Phoenix, has, they had that thing where you had to, like, drop off your empty. Because I was doing duels, and you had to drop off your empty. And then you got to go to the waiting area, and you have to have that app and then put your ticket number. But there was no service at the app, so you, you, the app wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get out of your truck because then the... The clerks would get mad and say you can't get out the truck, and they didn't want to check on the computer. It was well, a it was a hassle. Yeah, as some guys would, uh, I don't know how they would do it, but they would know and they would just go straight to their spot. I think they would check online or something. Yeah, but then line. they started saying you needed to have the signature of the clerk on a on a ticket. If you didn't have that signature, they'd kick you out of line and you have to go back to the staging area. Yeah, everyone used to get on the same page because they're trying to implement that type of technology, and when it doesn't work. And then everyone's, everything goes to shit. I mean, I had T-Mobile. I had no service in the port whatsoever. Yeah. I've had Cricket, Cricket Wireless. Mm. APM, they, it never worked there. And and uh, Phoenix or APL. Evergreen, there's no, there's no service in there for me either. Yeah, man. So then they had to take that container out in a flatbed. Hassle. So, yeah. Me, it's just, my longest is two shifts. That's it. And I, but I never got the load. At 2.30, they kicked us out back in the day out of Houston. But you see guys pissed off leaving chassis in their spots, you know, just leaving. Kick you out. They still want you to take it to the pit or park it. Unhook right there on the spot. And yeah, just out. drop it. Yeah. If you could request a change in the ports, what would it be? And if they would actually listen and do what you said. One thing. What, what, what really... You, you feel needs some change? Um, well, in my opinion, what I would think, I would ask them to hire more people on their side. Like, don't they, um, 
if they hired more people, they would be able to work. You know how they always say we're working as fat, as safe as possible or something like that? Yeah. Like, if you had more people, more help, you would be able to work a little bit faster, but yet safer. You'd be able to get more trucks out there. You'd be able to get more cranes moving, but they're... Nobody's on the same page. Everybody's there like, oh, we can't help you because we're just doing what we're told. Like, I understand you're doing what you're told, but if you had more help, if there's more, you know, hands-on, you guys would be able to get the work done. But they just... You think they, they, I'm not sure if they do or don't, but you think they should ask more, like hire more of us so that we can help them? Or do you think they feel like, hey, that's all we can do? Like, they're not hiring, bro. It's not me. It's them. But with no real intention to I'm, service you. I'm you pretty know? sure they could file a grievance or something and yeah. ask the union to like hire more people because they have... They have so many casuals and like only like four like full timers or something. I'm pretty sure you could file grievance and ask for them to hire more people or contract more people to come in and help or something. There's no way you would just show up to work and like eight people for the whole port. Like that's just not safe. It's not even. That's retarded. Plus, the, for the people that don't know how it really operates, if if you know it's making you look bad, you know, in their eyes, because people that. That just people just see the longshoremen or whatever they yeah, can exactly. see it, and if there's a long line, it resembles that they're lazy, but they don't realize. Yeah, it's that. not. It's like if you show up to Starbucks and there's only one worker. Yeah. And he's making your coffee. He's taking your order. He's cashing you in. Like, you can't expect that person to do everything. I mean, it's not his fault, but I mean, he should still try to say something or do something on his behalf. Because it's yeah. not like we could call the union and be like, "Hey, you guys should give them more people. They need help." Yeah. Like, they shouldn't be like, sorry, bro. They I'm pretty sure they hire the guy at Starbucks would complain to his manager, be like, yo, you got to get somebody to come over here and help me. Because it's putting pressure on me. Yeah, exactly. And, that's and look, the line, the drive through line is looks like the 710. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's what I would do, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm still struggling to figure it out. I, I need to get someone to come on here and, and let us know the structure. Like, okay, we go here, we go to the hall, but the jobs are assigned to the hall how many they need at each terminal and we dispatch the union members to these terminals based on how many how much labor they ordered or something like that yeah that's so what we can understand and be like okay how can we help you help us instead of everyone just pointing the finger like the news points the finger at us there's a shortage of truckers and i don't know what and some truckers pointed at them that they're they work slow it's rare that people bring up the terminals, which are the ones that actually hire them. Yeah. You know. I mean, because it's just, I mean, because on our end, too, like, say we only have one company driver and we have, like, 10 containers to pull out. Like, one driver will not be able to pull them 10 out. Like, you're going to need to get people. So, the same thing. What, are you going to blame the shortage on truckers? You only have one person. You're trying to save money by not hiring more company drivers. So, it's not the, it's not the driver's fault. It's your fault. Same thing. The terminals should try to do the same thing. Hire more people to get the work out. I wonder how we could do that, you know, like really do it. Like not just like we see something, we're here talking about it, but how can it be more than that? Because more than just like what we do, you know, like vocal about it, talk to colleagues about it, share it on social media and now on a podcast. I mean, because that, that... when it go beyond that, like where there's action, like who do we talk to? I don't know. I mean, that's that's how I view it. That's how I see it from my eyes. Like, some some drivers are lazy. Yeah, you know, yeah. some longshoremen are, are lazy. Yeah. I mean, everybody's lazy at the end of the day. It's Nobody's perfect, thing. but yeah. 
still, I mean, I got longshoremen talking shit on my Instagram all day. Mm-hmm. It's 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 normal. I don't even pay attention to it. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But because people miss, um, how do you deal with that when people? Because me, sometimes people tag me and stuff that I feel is like they don't really have the proper context to it. So it'll kind of resemble me agreeing with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna mention it. You you know that um that fishing guy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that one got a lot of both sides. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I got I got I got shit from from. Have context. I got shit from longshoremen in Washington. Yeah. I got shit from people in New York and yeah. longshoremen here, like OG longshoremen and new people and and um they call like temps or whatever they're called casuals casuals that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you don't even know. Maybe he's on his lunch. Maybe he is on his lunch. Yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> like, fuck. We can't. I can't even get out of my truck to go take his shit when I'm when you guys are on lunch. Oh, that was your point. No, it's not. One. It's not even my point. My point is just like, yeah, maybe he is on his lunch. But how do I know that? I mean, uh, if if you see a video of you and you're taking his shit and somebody records it, I mean, all if you I do at the port is take a shit. Yeah, all you do at the port is take a shit. Then you just hit me up like, oh, yo, you know that was me. Yeah. I wasn't on the clock. I was just taking, I was fishing on my break. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. I don't care. You know, somebody sent me a video the other day that the people in the office at the terminal at, um, I think it was like Costco or something. Like the guy was driving by in the truck and he, the guy was playing Call of Duty online. Oh. And he sent it to me and I was going to post it online, but I just, I, I forgot to save it. And then I lost the message. And oh. I, I mean, I was going to post it. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't really care. What yeah, the longshoremen say? That's something that's out there. Like, it happened. Yeah, that's not cool. If you got a long line, don't play Call of Duty, guys. Come on. Like, um, I don't know. I mean, the guy could have just hit me up and be like, yo, it was, it was me. It was my lunch or something. I don't, I don't care. The point is that it, there's something to take from it anyway. So the, every, in Spanish, is cada cabeza es un mundo. Like, maybe the way I see it is different. The way they see it is different. But... At the time, how I saw it was like it's, it's kind of. You just per- didn't want to get caught between a fire. You didn't want to get caught. Yeah, it's between like, were saying that you were talking shit about them, or mm-hmm. you didn't want the driver saying like, "Oh man, you guys team up with the you're teaming up with the driver because you're a driver, but you mm-hmm. don't really care." You, I I feel you. I understand what you're saying. I stand fifty fifty, but I try to really look at the context. So in my mind, I was like, maybe he's on his break, so I don't want to burn him like that. But maybe he wasn't. But then I saw your perspective was like. Aside from if he was on his break or not, how come we can't get out of the truck? Yeah. But he could get out of the truck and fish, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's I, get just, it. That's just, I get it. See, that's not like, safe. It's good that we talked about it. It's like that guy that at um, a Yang Ming, you know, when they put the, the little truck on top of the flatbed because he ran into one of the, the top loaders and he died and shit. They were just putting it out there so everybody could see it. That's just not safe. What if you got hit by a top loader or something? Which one? And at Yang Ming, like a few years ago, one of the clerks ran into a top loader and they just, they put the the truck on a flatbed in the middle of the terminal so everybody could see it. Oh. That was, that was wrong. That was, I mean, it wasn't safe for the guy to be fishing like out his truck, like next to the dock like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's going to be very hard to get it. Um, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean... It, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, yeah. if I don't post it or something, if I do post it, whatever. It is what it is. It's just a video. Who cares? Yeah. 
It's not like the guy got nah, fired over it or wrong. something. I still post shit, but like I posted the one about the top hander where where he because you post it and however people take it, once you get the more info, you just provide that and it all starts making sense. Like it's like a puzzle. Yeah. Like the top handers, I learned that a while back that they're not all just because you see them posted up there and they're not taking off your load. They assign them that the ship orders them. I mean, the the terminal orders them. They have a designated spot to yeah, be there's in. Some, yeah, there's some assigned to the ship and some assigned to outside truckers. And it just happens to be that that one you're looking at is not assigned to outside truckers. Yeah. So he's gonna look lazy because you want to get going. And sometimes I guess they don't order wisely because it shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't have to wait longer than. You could carry a pack of like monsters in your truck and you could bribe them. Yeah, you could bribe him, give him, shoot him a monster or something. He'll, he'll yeah. take that load off you. Or if it, if your load's that first container, like on that first row, and he could get to it, he'll oh, yeah. give it to you for sure. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, because you're scratching his back. I've done that a lot of times. Yeah, well, that's how you approach them, I guess. I mean, it just depends how you talk to him. I mean, no, he's doing his job. I mean, you know, he don't have to do it. No. I'm like, yo, can you help me out? And they're like, nah, get back in your truck. I was like, yo, I'll give you a monster, you know, some chips or something. <laughs> You're probably hungry. Yeah. He's like, ah. Uh, all right, I'll get I like you. Monster. Yeah, it depends. If you just go and ask him to do it for free, I mean, he might do it, he might not. Mm-hmm. Depends on the person. Yeah, what's the most they've uh, removed to help you? Now nah, my load's been that that first one, yeah. and then I tell them like, look, it's that first one, and then they get me, or they take my empty off, even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that they snitch amongst themselves sometimes. Like someone yeah. can report them because it fucks up the sequence. Like kind of like when a uh, a spotter. He's not supposed to ask you for the last four because that's a clerk job. Yeah. Shit like that. Because like, you're putting my job at risk. Cause, but there's only one of you and there's like five trans. Well, we can't wait for you all day. Yeah. They just see it like they're trying to be productive and make it look good moving these boxes. But like I said, everyone thinks different. So do you, other than that long wait time, you got any other stories? A good experience, something positive, anything. Well, no, I met I met some cool longshoremen. Mm-hmm. No, nothing really. Just try to get in and get out. Yeah. What would you tell eighteen-year-old Furman if you could go back and give him a a tip? Um, probably wouldn't tell myself anything. No. No. <laughs> Why? I mean, cause I mean, where I am now, I did very well for myself. So whatever I did then led me to where I am today, and I'm in a good place in life. So just want to tell him, shit, just keep doing what he's doing. I mean, you, you got to fuck up. You're going to mess up. Everybody's going to mess up. But every every decision I took got me to where I am today, and I'm I'm good. So We don't want to fuck it up then, like a butterfly effect. Yeah, One small nah. change can alter yeah. it all. I mean, you can ask me that same question, like, 25 years from now, if anything, like, yo, what would you tell a 25-year-old Furman or something? Okay. You you, you do, um, I see you, you be enjoying that, uh, I wouldn't say country life, but you, you live out there, you have your, yeah. it looks fun, like, yeah. you know? I like, bought my house. You got and... some pigs and all that good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the reviews? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, I bought my house when I was um 22. So, I, you know, I worked in the port for a while and worked all day and night, and it paid off. I got my house and came with some land. You know, it's, it's a nice house. It's a big house. And I got some I got some pigs. 
You got whores. You know, some roosters. Now, how do you go about that? When you were little, you were around them, or you just said, you know nah, what, I, I want never, some pigs? No, nah, I never never seen pigs before. You plan to eat them someday, or they're just a pet? I mean, my pig is pregnant, so I'll probably sell her pigs or keep one and like do like one of those, um, like a luau or something. A little what? Uh, a luau, you know, when they, they, they get the pig and they burn it or cook it or whatever. Oh, oh when it's... Yeah, on a stick or something. Yeah, yeah. But no, I never grew up around pigs, man. We grew up, grew up poor, so no pigs, no horses, or nothing. But how is it to maintain a horse? It sounds like it might be expensive. They probably eat a lot. I mean, they just eat hay and stuff. Hay and I get the pellets. It's not. It's not really that expensive. I do need a trainer though. I got a trainer. I got to shower her, and um, she's still a baby though. She's only like twelve months. So you can't ride them till they're like two and a half, three years. Is there a difference with the females and the males? Like, are some more aggressive? Um, I think the, I have no idea. I've never, I've never owned a horse. It's my out. first time. I'll find out. I'll let you know later. Sounds like a big responsibility. Like, imagine like my dog run away. Like, nah, my horse ran away. What the fuck? Yeah. Do you name? What's her name? Do you have a name? Uh, I named her Shelby. You know. Okay. Because it's like like the Mustang or something yeah. like Shelby. Man, you're good at naming them. Uh, Fatso, that other one, the, the oh, brindle. Oh well, yeah, my my puppy yeah. that I sold. Yeah, yeah. One, that one. But I know I can't have it anyways. We have a Shih Tzu and she gets on my fucking nerves. There's like another kid, bro. It's like they throw fits too. Like she's potty trained, but when you don't give her attention, she'll just piss on the carpet. Like, oh hell no. Yeah, she got a little attitude. No, we just got big dogs. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> that. Maybe in August we might move back, back up to the Fresno area. Over there, it's less populated. Right here is a little too much. Like, it's too congested. Yeah, man. yeah. I want to switch it up a bit, but we'll see how that works out with work. I would like a little taste of that country life as well. You know, it's 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 see peaceful, the kids man. Play out there, it's peaceful. I'm sure you can. Is, are the stars pretty clear? You get a, yeah, a nice stars view. Are, yeah, we just live. In Victorville, so uh-huh. it's it's pretty dark at night, like on a ranch side, uh-huh. and it's it's really nice, man. I mean, I'm not. I mean, young people. I mean, I'm young, but I don't really go out to bars or like go party like that or something. So I just like to stay home. So I just have a little bonfire, you know, drink some beers, and I just be at home chilling. You ever went through that phase, or you just didn't get your attention? Oh yeah, I you got fucked up. Working? I got fucked up for sure. Yeah, but I when I was younger, when I was eighteen, I was already done. So this started like oh. middle school, high school. Yeah, upside down cake stands and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I still do that though. <laughs> do you ever worry like when you're at work, like is it so far away? Like my my family is like right here, but I still feel like not to try to stay out too late and all that to leave them home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I got a I got I got a good team. My girl. She she helps me out a lot. She takes care of the house. She holds it down when I'm gone. Yeah. She feeds my chickens. She feeds the the horse and the pigs, the dogs. My dog takes care of the house too. He sleeps inside. Mm-hmm. He sleeps on the bed. So I mean, she she's good. She takes care of everything when I'm gone. No, but you don't worry like for the safety. Victorville sounds kind of lonely. Like uh, I mean, that that's probably how it was back then. Now it's like kind of populated. More people are coming through. More houses and stuff like that. So it's like. Muscle menos in between. It's not that lonely. Like no, nah, no, nah, dude. It's not like you got neighbors that you can. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got okay. neighbors for sure. 
I don't know in the in the in the stuff in the footage it looks like you're it's talking about like like Lucerne Valley probably it's okay. like yeah. like Grand Theft Auto like out in a desert yeah. or something yeah. like okay. with Trevor and stuff yeah that's that's like Lucerne Valley right the Victorville's like a little populated yeah there's like okay. a mall and stuff it's like a Walmart's and Targets and shit. Yeah, it's not like that thirty minute drive just to go get food. Like no, it's not. Okay. It's not like that. No. All right. Nice. Yeah, everybody gets like that weird. Like, oh, you live in, in like yeah, the Goonies or something. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, you inspired me with that. I I want to do that shit. Just be outside. I recently bought a a basketball court. We got a bas. I built the basketball court for the kids. It's the most I ever played with them, to be honest. And I'm. A little, well, not ashamed to say that, but it, it's like, it feels good to spend that time and yeah, it does active, you know, real stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, we, you got to work, you know, to pay the bills, to pay yeah. the truck, to pay the water, to pay the gas. And sometimes we don't get to be at home with our kids. So that's that's kind of what my goal is, to make more money, but I, I want to be home with my kids. You know, I'm on baby bonding right now, so I've been enjoying it. I've been at home with the baby, chilling, sleeping with her. And I would like to make more money but and still stay home. Like, I don't want to be on a road. I don't want to sleep in the truck, like, three days and not come home and see them or be able to take them to their soccer game or anything. So, you know, that's that's the goal right there, to be home. Yeah, I've talked to some guys that have driven for a while, and that's what they regret. Like, they they miss everything. Yeah. You miss their school. You miss their plays or their ballerinas. You miss their ballerina plays, your kids' soccer games, your kids' football games, kids' prom. You miss everything. I don't want to miss it. Then when you're older and you, you want to chill, it's like, what? Who the fuck are you? Where you been at? Yeah. I'm good now. They probably re- they probably end up resenting it and stuff, but... Yeah. I mean, you can't do it. I mean, they'll understand why you did it when they're older. Yeah. But you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that whole leaving when they're asleep, get back and they're asleep. Yeah. Go stare at them a little bit like a weirdo, then go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. But definitely, I think you choose something that is... um. You find your little thing that you are good at with them. You know what I mean? I'm not good at like playing games and all that. Like I'm more of like hands-on. Let's, so I noticed that. So you got to find what you're good at so you could use that with them. So we got that basketball court and we played literally like, man, like four hours out there making up games. Even I forgot how to do some things, but you know, the old school games, horse, you yeah. remember horse Yeah. Uh, around the world. I probably fucked up those rules, but. If you don't know them, just make them up. You know? Yeah. But that was that was awesome. So I'm gonna look into doing more things like that. But that setting seems ideal with that where you live, like somewhere more private. You know. Yeah. Around here, you leave that outside. You're not sure if the basketball court's gonna be out there tomorrow. Yeah, somebody's morning. gonna steal it. <laughs> I tied it up to some tires. <laughs> to some old tires, truck tires. That I tried to sell for like a hundred bucks for both. Nobody wanted them. But if they were free, they would have been gone, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so what does Port Runners movement mean to you? Um, Why'd you start that? What did you see that you're like, I'm now, doing this? Well, Port Runners were first was just me and like my brother and like four other friends. And 
We were just on Snapchat. You know, you make Snapchat groups and then oh, we would okay, just okay. send each other videos like, hey, there's a there's a cop on a six oh five, and then yeah. they'll be like, hey, there's a there's a DOT set up on a on a mm -hmm. seven ten, and then I'll be up north, so I'll be like, oh, yo, the sixties hot. Like you see them hiding behind, like as soon as you catch a six or five and a sixty, you see the CHP chilling on a on a sixty. So we'll send each other videos, and then I've been had port runners. Like port runners was just my thing when I was driving a port, and then I was just like, yo, I'm gonna just make you guys some shirts, and I paid like fuck like four or five hundred dollars for like twelve like twelve shirts and like twelve hoodies and some hats, and that shit was expensive. And I was like, fuck, let's start an Instagram page and let's let you know let's see maybe more people join us and help us out see the the chps or like the setups or oh there's an accident right here and there's traffic on this freeway don't take this don't don't take the the 605 take the 91 to the 57 and that's just how it started and it just you know started rolling and then one day i think I, you posted that video of that guy on a freeway on a 110 and we saw it And then I reached out to you, and I was like, yo, how much did you charge me to shout me out or something? And then you're like, no, nah, I got you for free. And then you shout me out, and from there, we just blew up. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically how it started. I mean, we had shirts. I wasn't planning on selling them, and then, you know, it just turned into a thing. Everybody's like, yo, let me get a shirt. And then it just started. I learned how to make them on my own. Yeah, that's bought what I was the machine. Yeah. I bought the machine. I learned with trial and error. I, was just, I would make a shirt. It would fade a little bit, fade a lot. I didn't know I you. got one of those, but then the customer service is impeccable. You got an, uh, another one for me right away. Yeah, because um, I was using like kind of like one of those Harbor Freight um, heat guns to dry. I didn't know you had to dry to a certain degree. Oh, okay. And it would stay on there, but once you wash it, it kind of like freckled off. I just, you know, it's I had to learn. So like over, there's like temperatures? There's, over, temp there's temperatures. If you, if you overcook it, it'll like... Overcook it, you burn through the shirt. If so you, then when you wash it, that... The hard part just comes off. It comes off, yeah. Oh. So if you under overcook it, then you burn a shirt. If you if you undercook it, like you don't cook, you don't burn it enough, what then are, the paint comes off. What if you air dry it? You can't air dry it. Nah, you have to burn it to a certain temperature for it to stay on there. Like um, like the Thrasher shirts. Oh, everybody does the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, but I just, stuff you just gotta learn. I have to buy like a temperature gun and like take the temperature and. So you, it's like a like a. Like when you dry your hair, but it yeah, has kinda. a temperature, and that's temperature and timing, right? Yeah, yeah. So how do you do it? Like that's that's the shirt. I'm gonna do uh, a couple strokes. No, now I have a now I moved up in the world, yo. I bought a heat flash. Okay, heat so flash. it's like a little little square, uh -huh. and then the heat flash, it heats up and it stays hot, and then you just put it on top of the shirt, and you see it start smoking, and then you take it off. As soon as you see smoke. No, you. I think I put it on for like 35 seconds. But you know the when you put them in the dryer, sometimes you if you don't put them inside out, if you just leave them out, like the dryer gets hot and you'll like fade a piece of piece of it or something. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about how the the setup fees work because the screen fees they call it. Like how the oh. fuck do you do a screen like, and how does it, is it? I think that's pretty cool. It's like you know what I mean. How do you do it? It's, well, it's got to be a chemical reaction or some shit like. Um, you, you save your screens, you know. Yeah, you gotta save the screens. Like, um, I mean, I have to learn all that. But like, when people are like, we want to set up a screen. You honestly get your picture. Like, you get that that logo, mm -hmm. and you burn it on a screen. It's kind of like the net on your window, kinda. Mm -hmm. And just you know, some holes are clogged and some holes are open. Mm -hmm. And you just pour some plastisol paint on it. And you just squish it through the screen with the squeegee, and the logo gets printed onto the sweater mm -hmm. of the shirt, and you just have to burn it.
that's just how it happens. You, but you have to take it to go get like vectorized and like so. There's no like, it's not pixelated or anything. Sounds like yeah, homework. Yeah, it takes it's just a lot of homework. Like sometimes people tell me to make their shirts. I'm like, yo, it's 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 it's, it's pretty hard, yo. Yeah. And like, what if I make their shirts and they're fade or something? Then they're gonna be mad, or they're like, nah, man, I'm good. I just yeah, I'd that's... rather just sell my shirts if they fade. I'll I'll hook you up with another one or yeah. give you like half off or something. But people get upset and then they will go tell ten people, but they won't tell two people about that good shirt they got. Yeah, that fucking asshole Juan Morkin. He still has that neon green one. Yeah, he hasn't worn it yet. All the shirts that I make and I mess up. Like, those are my shirts. So like, those are the shirts that I wear. Like, mm-hmm. they're all messed up or they're burnt. I wear those. Mm-hmm. What's up with that jacket, though? It's a special edition Port Runners Dickies jacket. One of one. One of one. Yeah. Well, that's good that it's kicking off. And, you know, the I see, like, military branches in this little um, fight we got going. Or big fight, however you want to call it. Yeah. Well, just bringing awareness. The more, the merrier as far as... Something has to happen. Like, can someone please do it already? You know, like, so everyone does their their part. Yeah. Did you bring the stickers? Yeah, I got you. I got some stickers. I got the goodies, yo. There's one of these that has survived a while. It was on uh, when you get the light before you go onto the freeway. What do you call that shit? From Main Street. On the 91 West to catch the 110 South at that light, mm, yeah, it survived. They don't usually survive at the port. I always see them. Yeah, they get scratched. I think well, um, they, they get scratched off with so much hate. Bro. Um, it's like, yeah, like, yeah I, some kind of fucking demon went. I think um, there's one time. What do they feel when they do that? Like, what, what, what do you think that's on their mind when they take it off? Like. Why Why don't they want to see this on there? I mean, I don't know. You could just DM me and tell me you don't like me or something. I, I don't really care. But I I think I had like four loads at PCT in one time. And I put a sticker there the day before. Get it closer, yeah, please. Yeah. I had a sticker there the day before. Yeah. And I show up to the same window. Uh-huh. And you know when you got to like enter your Twit card? Yes. And then my sticker's gone. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I put another one. And then I went in, came out, dropped the load, and came back in. The sticker was gone. And I was like, what the hell? There's no way. So I put two. And then I went in, came out, I went back in, and then the stickers were gone. Like, I don't know, they're stealing them to put them on their truck. I'll give you some. Yeah. And they were gone. So I came back, and I fucking put, like, eight of them on the thing. I just put put sticker after sticker after sticker. And I was like, and I put a story. I was like, man, keep taking them off. I got way more to go. I put, you take eight off, I put ten on. What's up, what's up, what's up? Stickers on stickers on stickers, y'all. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're actually, they're, they're they're expensive to make, man. Every time you scratch them out, it's like 15 cents right there. Have you thought about, since you're a hands-on type of guy, you make shit yourself. Have you thought about making these? Making them? Yeah, I have, but you got to buy that printer. Mm. And then you got to buy that vinyl paper. The transfer and all the that shit. The transfer. I it's mean, I could, time consuming, I huh? could do it. I just, I don't, I don't really got time. You know, I got to feed horses and pigs and feed my you dogs. You chose that life, man. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, man, it's, sometimes I got like, like five shirts and I got to make them from scratch or I got a sweaters. Yeah. And I got to ship out the orders and go to the post office. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. So I rather just buy them from somebody. 
Well, my girl does with that, so you don't get caught up going to every day, every day. Just pick a certain date that you're like. Oh, yeah, ship. it's Friday. Ah, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's my girl. My girl goes there because I don't yeah. like waiting in lines. What would we do without our girls? Like, yeah, they my support girl. the hustle, you know? She folds the clothes and puts the stickers in there oh, and, okay. and, and, and make sure the packages go out. Yeah. I just screenshot it and send it to her, and she takes care of it. Yeah, this the, they provide better customer service because I... You see mine, like, putting the tracking number and all that shit, and I'm like, I just put sent. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of shit to do. We, like, try to juggle it, but what would we do without that help, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Good Good to have a team effort in in motion. So we discussed screen printing, um, the sticker destroyers. Um, I want to ask you about... What other side hustles do you have? Um, I want to know all, all all of them, all of them. A lot of us are hustlers. We got little side hustles. We, you know, some guys are musicians. Some guys, you you make merch. You got your brand going. Yeah, just that make merch. Um, you got like three jobs, five jobs. Yeah, I just work. Um, my dog, I breed my dog. Okay, okay. We got a corso, so if he has puppies like that fatso puppy. Yeah, I wanted, love that dog. It's a yeah, dog. that. Um, I got German shepherds, so I'll breed them. The pig is pregnant, so I'll, I'll sell the pigs. How's 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 the pig doing? How's she doing with her reviews? She she, she <laughs> all right, man. She's that huge was hilarious, right bro. You because you got that other page as well. You, you, uh, you do yeah. food reviews. Um, you I, should keep it going, bro. I was having, I was fucking cracking up. Yeah, but um, people people sometimes people get mad. Don't follow. Don't I mean, follow. I, I I don't I don't really care, but I I feel I feel bad like, like if you have like a food truck and I go yeah. eat your food and then I write a review about it and you know you're you're not that you're not like McDonald's or something like McDonald's doesn't care, but if you read it, if I tag you and you read it, that's how I read it. Though I don't want to tag them. Oh. If I tag you and you read it and you're like, man, this food tastes like shit. Like, don't come here. Like, I don't recommend you coming here. It, it was but so this, greasy. But you could tw- do a twist to it. Like, you could do, like, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. The, the name's still going to be yeah, out there. Yeah, true, but. Maybe you could, what, what if that could be, like, your thing where promotion-wise, promotion like, you talk, you reach out to the guy, but it's, like, constructive criticism, but with your twist. So he already knows you're going to talk shit, but yeah. it'll be, I guess it's very different. Probably if I get, like, more recognition off it or something, yeah. probably. It just started by me and my girl going hiking, and then we'll just go to a brewery after and just yeah. sip beers. Imagine you're pulling up, and and everywhere you pull up, like you're like, so, oh, there's that asshole. The, the, the owner goes like, Marcia, purte, Maria, aquí está Fermin, vale verga, purte, estás quemando, you know, like yeah. everyone's gonna stress out, like, oh shit, like, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I know you don't got that much time, you know, to be like, I'm getting excited. Yeah, that was hilarious, bro. Like that fucking, you didn't like it. And then you put a story with your pig eating the rest of that burger, but at least <laughs> at least the pig liked it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, not even the pig liked it. What did you put? Uh, some, something like that. Yeah, their food tasted like shit. And then my my pig, she 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 didn't like that shit either. Yeah. She killed the fries though. She she ate the fries, but she didn't eat like the the, the mac burger. and cheese and yeah, a burger. <laughs> not even the yeah, pig. yeah, not even my pig liked it. Damn. And like that was very that was very disrespectful. But that could be another it part. Funny, too. So you you take the leftovers home and. If you get, you gotta get two approvals to to pass the test. Yeah. So Furman, Furman approved, but it got home and it was not. What's your pig's name? Uh, her name is Paquita. Okay. 
You're good at naming these animals, bro. Okay. <laughs> so if it's permit approved and Paquita approved, that's it. That that spot's recommended. You know, it's got to pass the test. Yeah. So I got a little excited. Keep it up, bro. That shit was hilarious. Fermin and Paquita. Review your shit. So, yeah. Anything you want to bring up? Um, not, not really. What else you got on your little I got notebook? I'm running out, but time to start freestyling it. I can't do it all on notes all the time, you know? But one is I noticed that the, um, the 240SX, I believe, the Nissan. Yeah. You, you're into racing. There was a time when you wilding out or what? Um, I'm probably like back in the day, like when I was younger, but I mean, I still love them, but there's, there's, there's no way I'm going to lose my license because just because I want to do some shit on the freeway or go drifting or something. It's just, I need my license too much to try, even try to risk it. You, did you ever learn to drift? I never learned to drift. Yeah, I could, I could, I could whip it here and there. Yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, it's expensive, man. Tires, I'm assuming. The tires, you got to wire your car, you got to build your car. But I just, you can't get caught, man. You get caught, give you a point, take your car away and shit. I was like, I got to go to work tomorrow. I can't go to jail. Are they still crushing the cars like back in the day? Or I have no idea. Like those people doing donuts or something, probably. Yeah. But. I don't know how the scene is now, like 2007, 2008, uh, they would go to by the 91, all that warehouse area, yeah. all those lonely streets after hours, and they would line up, and the winner would always come back and line up, and the next guy would come and challenge, you know? So you would see this car always coming back. It was like a little, like an ego, like a... No, oh, I won. Yeah, yeah. I'm the yeah. winner. I keep coming back. Then the cops would come with their, uh, with just their parking lights, and... Everyone just starts scattering like roaches, and, and people will do a lot of fender benders, hitting each other on the way out. Yeah. Not worth it, bro. What I do remember that feeling, and I love that sound, when everyone hopped on the freeway, all, all the engines, all the exhaust, yeah, all everybody's of that, taking off. everyone's smashing. So it was uh, fun until I lost my license. So. Yeah, you see? I just can't, I can't risk it. Yeah. Unloading containers, bro, coming home with black boogers and shit. Yeah, from the forklift. Yeah, the forklift drivers hating because thinking you're going to take their job. Like, I don't want your job, bro. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Get back, you know, get back to to driving and shit. But, yeah. You never had to lose your license, though, huh? No, nah, I've been close to it. I think I had, like, three points and you could have four points. I had five and then they call you a negligent operator. Or something like that. Or something like that, but I just I said you know well, I can't I can't lose my license, man. And then I got my truck now, so I'm like I'm not speeding on my truck or anything. It's just too big. There's no way. But I mean, on a truck on a tractor is a different story because I do hit 85 on a 55 all day, but I haven't got caught yet. Thank God. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, it's a risk fucking up. You saw what happened to that guy when when the accident comes through. It's like shit it gets real. Mm, yeah, his brakes went out or something like that, right? Yeah, there's a ton of different like. Uh, point but of I mean, I'm pretty sure we've like I'm I don't if you worked for an owner operator or something because I know I did and um their trucks are ass like the brakes don't work like you drive it and the steering wheel jiggles the the tires are gone the fifth wheel doesn't engage properly and it's on the other side and oh, they're like 
oh, you got to go pick up this container. I was like, yo, the truck doesn't work. Oh, I don't care. Just take it or just don't take it. You don't work here. But you got to make your money. You're going to drive the truck no matter what. So I got fired once for stopping uh, to get a burger. I made it out like a, I celebrated by going to get a burger. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't get stuck. So instead of being stuck for an hour and a half or two, I'll stop by for like take 15, 20 minutes to grab a burger and get it to go. I pulled up to the warehouse. He asked for the keys. And he like, fired you? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, whatever. I didn't even, I didn't even like working there anyways. But yeah, it's, a, it's it's insane, man. He would never fix the trucks. He was always begging to fix the AC. As a driver, I would go to all the way to Redlands for... Yeah, no AC. No AC and traffic. Yeah, same. You had those fumes coming in. I don't know where the fuck. I could never find the leak. Like, where are these fumes coming in? Mm-hmm. No AC. You're over here high as fuck or feeling like lightheaded on the way to Redlands for $90. And it's hot, yo. $90 for a Redlands run, you know? But you're like, you're rolling, you just got money coming in, you think, not all money is good money, that's for sure. Yeah. And on top of that, you want to get picky and fire me because I stopped to get a burger, bro? No mames. That forced dispatch shit ain't cool. And a lot of guys don't speak up on it. Maybe now they are. Back then, it was like, Right now, there's this thing where there's a high demand for truckers. They're a little more, like, in control, you know? Yeah. Because everyone's struggling to find them. They're out there. I don't think. I just don't think they want to work for cheap anymore. Or work at the ports for that. Yeah. Not many want to do that. So, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm glad you came down, and maybe we'll do an, another session, you know, get some more people on. I want to get uh, start doing bigger groups, create more, like, of a debate, you know, or yeah, more, uh, more discussion, but yeah, port runners, <laughs> yeah, thank you for the stickers, got it, and I got those pins for you, so you can, um, rock that too. And thanks for you've always been supportive, man. I appreciate that, and we're in this together, yeah, right? we're doing our, our part, and let's get the word out there. Uh, what really goes down in these ports and our point of view, etc. Make sure you guys follow Port Runners on Instagram. Their name on there is at Port Runners with a Z. Port Runners! Thank you guys for uh, tuning in and see you on the next one. Have a great one, everyone. Later. Bye-bye.